Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show is about honoring moms, which is really important and really special. We all know Mother's Day is a big deal. You can't mess this one up. I mean, there's a lot of pressure here. A lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Kim and I were brainstorming about how we wanted to start the show. And we thought it may be kind of funny to share some mom fail stories, you know, because even though moms, (laughs) what what did you say? Because there's so many to (laughs) choose from. (laughs) We were texting back and forth and I'm like, what are some good ones? Like, you know, all my failures, what are some good ones? (laughs) But then it dawned on me, oh my gosh, there's one that I don't think I've shared before. I didn't even know if you knew. It it made me chuckle, and so I texted it to Kim. And so it was literally when my 16-year-old was a newborn. And it was our first day out of the house, like just me and her. And I remember the moment where I was like, oh my gosh, life has changed forever. Because I had to do the diaper bag, the bottles, make sure she had a change of clothes, you know, the The pacify, like all the things, right? The gear. And I was so nervous the whole day because we had like two or three stores to go to. I remember specifically we were going to Babies R Us because I had a baby shower gift to buy. (laughs) I remember that. It sticks out. But we had several errands to do and it went great. We, We It was a good time. And then coming home, I was like, there's no way I can cook dinner. Like this took it out of me. Like. How am I going to do this my whole life? These babies are hard work, right? I give up. And so I was like, I'm picking up dinner. So I went to Outback Curbside. And for some reason, like, I needed to go up to the little door, you know, instead Mm -hmm, of just mm -hmm. waiting in the car. Well, you know, in my mind, I'm like, nobody can take off with my little newborn, right? Like, I got to protect her. but, But I'm just going right to the sidewalk. So I don't need to take her out right now. And I locked her in the car with it running the heart she was like two weeks old like it was bad it was so bad fire trucks came police came people who were dining inside they came out to see what all of us was oh my gosh and i remember just bawling to the police officer and i'm like i just stepped out of my car for a minute but i was scared somebody would drive off with her and so i'm like that is the worst feeling and i know because i did the same thing okay this is what's funny because when i texted you that i had no idea you did the same thing we always have the same life and don't realize and it. We, even didn't before. Know, we didn't even know we both failed in this category no. together. Oh my okay, gosh. so tell me your story. Yeah, so we had our first son, and he was like nine months old. And I don't remember where we were going or what we were doing. All that is a blur. I just remember we were parked at our house, and we had bought our first house in Texas, you know, moving here from Hawaii. And we had just bought it, and it was in a new neighborhood where there were not a lot of houses, just a lot of houses being built. So construction workers everywhere. And I came out of the house, and I do remember I forgot something, and I ran back in to get it, and I had locked 
the door with my son and his car seat all buckled up, my purse and my phone inside the car and the keys, everything. And I remember standing there and just staring at him for a second. And I could not believe I just did it in the middle of summer. And, you know, we don't have home phones anymore. So I looked at him for a minute and he looked at me and then he starts crying. And he's like, mom, you know, arms out. Like three- and I'm like, you know, banging on the window and I'm trying to get him to open up his seatbelt. He's only nine months old. Of course, he can't open up his seatbelt. <laughs> so it's like this whole thing. We're having this interaction. And then I realize it's going to get hot. And so I don't know what to do. I start banging on the neighbor's doors. Nobody's home. So I run like an Olympic sprinter down the block to the first house where there's construction workers. And none of them speak English. And I'm screaming, baby, baby in the car. And I'm trying to remember any Spanish from high school. It's not working. Finally, one of the guys comes down and I'm like reaching for his pocket, which freaked him out because I saw his cell phone in it. And I'm just like crazy at this point because I'm trying. You're mama bear. You're mama bear. I will do whatever. And there, you know, my child isn't stuck in the car. So anyway, finally, he lets me use his phone and I call 911. And um, the dispatcher's like, they're coming, they're coming. And it is, it's like a movie. Like I ran back to the car and in, it felt like in a matter of a moment, the fire truck was there, the policeman was there and the Papa Lock man was there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have recorded it. It was incredible. They all jumped out at the same time. And the one guy did this like bubble thing that opened up the whip and then they cracked it. Oh, I mean, it was amazing. It all took like me. a superhero. Like it was it's like a superhero, superhero coming in to save the kids. Yeah, it was incredible. And I was doing, I was bawling. I was just hysterical and my son was hysterical and I was so embarrassed. I was like, I really, I've never done this before. I promise. I really am a good mom. And they were so kind. But yeah, it was a big mom fail for sure. It totally made me appreciate like policemen and firemen because they were they were there so fast and they were so good with her. And like they were like making faces through the window to try and get her to calm down, you know, like it was really cute. But I mean, and looking back, like I'm good, you know, we laugh about it. But man, in the moment, it was scary. And that panic of oh my gosh, I messed this up. You know, that's like our biggest fear as moms. Like, I don't want my, I don't want to mess my kid up. I don't want to do anything to hurt them or. It's so true. And that moment, I I, like reflecting back on it. um, I've thought many times about my judgment of moms. Like, how could they do that? Or how did that happen? And I was one of them. And it really gave me an understanding of the importance of like grace for myself and others because you just never know. And it certainly can happen to you. Oh, so many times before kids, I would think, oh, my kid will never act like that or whatever. Yes. Now my kid is the one acting like that. You know, I oh, mean, I know. <laughs> it's I know. never say never. The biggest one I remember in the grocery store, seeing kids with like just a diaper on and like sticky stuff all over them I'm like I'm never doing that like my kid will be dressed and clean I recall having that (laughs) moment with one of my kids having a blowout and we're in the H-E-B with the big old diaper and there's poop on the basket and he has no clothes on and I'm like oh my gosh I am that person and he had like donut sprinkles on his face I was that person 
You know, one time I was in Walmart when we were in Indiana and my, my daughter, again, she was really young. I, I don't remember how old, but she was literally throwing a temper tantrum, less than one. In that age, you can't rationalize with them. Like you can't. Oh, no. You, you know, with when they're throwing a temper tantrum at 12, you can kind of rationalize with them a little bit. You know, like they, they you can talk it out. You can say, take a minute, let them go have their moment. But when they're less than one, I mean, you just got to learn to handle the temper tantrum, right? And I was in Walmart and my daughter just went ballistic. I didn't know what to do. I sat on the floor, which is so gross. That's so I, not you. I sat. That's so not me, right? <laughs> like a germaphobe. I sat on the floor crying, and I called my mom on speakerphone, and I was like, "You need to come to Walmart right now. Your granddaughter is a mess." People were like walking by me, and here comes my mom, like with a cape on, superhero. Within five minutes, she's there. She swoops her up. She's like, oh, she's just got a little, you know, she needs to burp or whatever. She's like settling her down. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm done. Like, I can't, I'm not equipped for this, mom. Like, I can't do it. It's too hard. How many times have we thought that, right? In those moments, like, apparently God was wrong. Like, this is not something I can do. It's so hard being a mom. I think that's why that, you know, I was actually in Walmart. Things happen in Walmart. Let's just be real. And uh, we were standing in a line for returns, which, you know, is like the devil's playground because there's 50 people in that line at Walmart. And this mom, you know, my kids had gotten a little older by now. She had three little ones and three little ones having a tantrum at the same time. Oh, I just my heart went out to her. And, you know, it was before the pandemic. So I just went over and I said, may I please pick up your baby? Can I please help? And she was like, yes. And I have one on one hip and one on the other. They were twins. And I'm just bouncing the baby thinking about all the time that my kids fell apart at the store. And it was just awful. It's awful. You don't know what to do. We got to we got to help each other out for sure. I mean, when we see, you know, because it is hard being a mom. It really is. It is a calling on your life. You know, through this whole pandemic, we've been thrown into this virtual learning. Like, it's just been a whole new area of being a mom, you know, having to do all the things and really with no outside help other than online yeah. virtual, you know, conversation. No mom to come over and give you a hug. Right? Yeah, or no pastor to go talk to face to face and just cry because you're upset about something, you know. But I really was thinking about this. And I know the first couple weeks were really hard and we all were struggling. We were all were trying to figure it out. But the more and more moms I talk to right now, they're like, we're getting into a groove. And I'm seeing this thing happen, like these moms are just rising up. You know, it's like, as always, moms look at their kids and they're like, these little humans are depending on me. Like, I can do this. Yes. And I'm seeing us like push through, you know, and we may not be doing it perfectly. And I mean, I am not doing it perfectly, but we're trying and we're attempting and we're fighting for our kids. And I just love thinking about that because that's who we are as moms. I agree. I have seen moms go from crying to like, I got this. Like, we, we're just going to make it work. Yeah. And it's just really cool to see how every mom does it different. And every single way is beautiful because it's what their kids need and what their spouse needs in that moment. 
And I think that's what being a mom is all about. God gave you those kids. He equipped you. And even though we fall apart, we get back up and we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And this is what you need. And this is what I need. And we move forward. And that's just incredible. I love that. Andy Stanley has a great quote, and it always just repeat this quote to myself over and over again. He says, your greatest accomplishment may not be something you do, but someone you raise. It is one of my favorites. I printed it in bold. I mean, I don't care how many career or whatever work accomplishments I can have. They don't mean anything if my kids don't change the world in the future. You know, like I need them to be like, this is what matters, pouring into them. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time, like, I, I love that you're doing well in this or that, but my goal is that you love Jesus and you love people. And um, I think that's what, change, that's what changes the world is not that they have to do some incredible thing in the world's eyes, but that they love their neighbor or that they are selfless and kind to someone. And as a mom, that's my goal. That's our day. goal. That's our goal. Yeah. Thinking about this, how moms are such a big deal, like it can kind of be overwhelming for the dads and the kids. Like that's a lot of pressure to get the right gift. Well, like, how do you honor that? How do you? It is crazy. (laughs) It is. I I feel like my husband used to be really good at like surprises and sweet gifts. And then we had children and he would just look at me like on Mother's Day and be like, I have no idea how to celebrate you in a way that's, you know, it just, it's hard because there's nothing really that can say thank you for all that you do that's really adequate. There just isn't. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online and strengthen families is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about, well, a lot about the fun things and the mom fails and all the things about being a mom that make it so hard, but also so incredible. But we really wanted to shift gears here and do something super practical and special. If moms are listening, you could definitely tell your husband to listen to this podcast later on. But if dads and kids are listening, we pulled moms from our Next Talk community And we asked, with a budget of $25, what would be your perfect Mother's Day? And we got some great answers. We got some good ones. Christine said, a picnic in the park with my family. I love that. Um, Tiffany said, brunch made at home and swimming. Carrie said, I want a peaceful day. A foot rub and someone else cooking dinner. (laughs) Okay, I need to add something here that I feel, I don't know Carrie, but I feel like I should say this on her behalf. We don't want dishes left in the sink once you've made us the dinner. <laughs> right? Please include that in the process of cooking. Yes. Clean up. Yes. Clean up. My kids, when they were really little, they would make me breakfast in bed all the time. And they still do a little bit every now and then. 
but then I would walk into the kitchen and it would be a disaster. And I'm like, yes. this is not happy mother's time. This is not, this is not good. <laughs> dad, so, so for dads and kids listening, the cleanup is just as important as doing the meal. <laughs> maybe even more important. I think it may be more important. Whitney, um, and girl, I'm with you on this one. Hike with my boys, followed by a picnic and ice cream. Yes. Sounds lovely. Aaron says a meal made by my husband and kids that we can eat while we enjoy our backyard. And Love it. Yep. Nancy says pictures made by grandkids and anything I don't have to cook. There's yeah. a theme there. Like they don't want to have to do their normal stuff that they do. You notice uh, every single one of them said out of the house, you know, hiking or a walk or something and like a picnic or it, it doesn't involve like being in the kitchen at all. It doesn't involve our normal duties. You know what I mean? Like Which I are amped up right now. Like I'm cooking more. I love to cook, but I'm cooking three times a day right now. Right. And so we need a break from that. The other night, my husband blessed me so much. And he was like, hey, tonight I got I've been I've been noticing that you're like doing so much like you are cooking so much everything. And he was like, I need you to go into the bedroom. You get two hours to yourself. Like I'm watching a movie with the kids. And it was, it, that is so simple, but it blessed me so much because one, he saw how hard I was working and two, mm -hmm. he wanted me to have me time. And yes. so I painted my toenails and I literally felt like a new person. Like I was like, yeah. this is the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you texted. You're like, this is amazing. You're painting my toenails and it's, I'm locked in my room. <laughs> we just need a minute. I think mom's probably a combination of some sweet time with our family outside or doing something out of the norm, not having to plan it. I always tell my family the greatest gift is if I don't have to be the director. Like, I just want to receive. Enjoy. Which very selfish. Yeah. I just want to enjoy it. So, yeah, I think those things, not having to clean up and just maybe a little time by yourself would be ideal. And the bigger thing here is I think most moms don't want anything fancy. They just want time. Absolutely. You know, they want a break. Yeah. Absolutely. We also asked moms, what was the best and worst gift you ever received? Now, mm -hmm. let me just note, nobody replied back with the worst gift they ever received, which I thought was super thoughtful because we all know we've surprised. had some bad gifts. Yeah, We all know. But we've got some good gifts. Stacy says, best gift ever was my Dyson har hardwood vac floor vacuum. <laughs> now, I love this because I'm a practical gift person, too. Me too. If I think of my favorite practical gifts, they're my leaf blower, which is so funny, <laughs> and my griddle, and my griddle. Yeah. And it's so true. Like, I use those all the time, but I really like practical. And so if the mom in your life likes practical, honor her that way. Like, Don't I, show up with a tennis bracelet. She might be like, oh, it's so pretty, but that's not going to be her love language gift. Now, you have to know her because if she doesn't want practical, she wants diamonds or tennis bracelets or a new purse. Like, that's what you show up with. Like, you honor the mom by what makes her, you know, happy. Like, gives her... If you show up with a vacuum and she's a, a fancy gifts person or like a... You're going to be in you trouble. Know, you are sleeping on the couch it's gonna be bad say. it's gonna be you cannot be do that like my favorite gifts were my vitamix and my instapot and my fitbit <laughs> i love them and if i got a like a, a bracelet or a piece of jewelry i would enjoy it but nothing like my practical gifts yeah if so if you're if your mom likes practical go for it um i love what darlene said 
she said um, one time in her son's high school year of band, he used all of his savings to buy a world's best mom charm. And um, she still has it to this day. And I think he's grown and everything. But I loved that because I love when kids like use their own money. I feel like it just makes it so much more special and meaningful. I I also enjoy um, from my kids when they think of something on their own. You know what I mean? Like they come up with a plan on their own and they figure out how to pay for it or how to create it. That just, I think because as moms, we're always planning and thinking and trying to, you know, cover all the bases. And when we see that in our husband or our kids, it just is such a blessing. I, I know for me it is. It's, it's really in the details. I love that you said that. Um, my daughter last year, you know, she's 16 now, but last year for Mother's Day, she mm-hmm. printed out a whole bunch of texts that I had sent her. Yes. And a, I didn't realize how much I texted her about food, but I texted her a lot <laughs> about food. <laughs> but there were some really cool texts in there, too, about me apologizing to her when I had messed up, um, like mm-hmm. me telling her I'm praying for your day. Like all these little things, all these real meaningful ones were like matched in with the funny ones. Uh-huh. And she printed them out and put them in a frame, like around the white edge part of the frame. And um, then she put a picture of her and I in in it. And mm-hmm. that took a lot of time. It took a lot of thought. And I love it. It still, it sits on my desk and I just look at it and think that is, it meant so much to me. It was so thoughtful. She is a very thoughtful gift giver. She made you a book one time too that made me cry my eyes out. She's just very sweet. Yeah. She's a, she's a good gift giver. I don't know who she gets it from. <laughs> it's her god-given gifts <laughs> i want to bring up this next one i think is really cool because uh the story is cool but it's also from hungary not from the u.s um i am also hungry i don't mean that kind of hungry <laughs> like from hungry i so love one of our international listeners Woohoo! i know it's amazing that's Victoria really cool. is from hungary she shared this cool story that her six-year-old son made his daddy help him get onto the roof so he could lower his present down on a rope to her on the ground. I mean, six years old, that's so sweet and creative. And she she said this was the first time he made me a Mother's Day present, and she was so impressed by the way that he delivered it. I mean, it's just the thoughtfulness. It's the thought and the creativity that goes in with that. And that, Uh, you know, he knew to go to dad and make sure he was safe. You know, he didn't try to do it on his own and get injured or anything. Like, the whole thing was so good. I I can't imagine. That's so thoughtful. brought tears to my eyes when I read it. That's That's really neat. I think one of my favorite gifts ever, um, and again, I'm struggling to remember any, like, physical gifts, although there have been some. Um, One of my favorite gifts actually was from, it's from my husband. Every year he writes me a letter uh, about the things that he sees in me and the way that I serve our family as a mom and our kids. And I just ball every year since the first year that um, our oldest was born. He's done that, and that has been my favorite gifts and the cards from my kids are always just the sweetest things like the things that are important to them that they see in me are always like blessings for my soul so I think that's the thing it's just the thoughtfulness well and I love that you said that because um recently on my birthday 
I got, my family went and bought like an $8 card for me, which it's crazy to me how expensive cards are. I can't handle it's it. It's crazy. So they I did that. If you buy me a card, I will be so upset. Okay. So, <laughs> but then they also, like my kids wrote me notes and they, they created me their own cards. And I looked at them and I was like, you guys don't have to buy the fancy card. Like it's nice. But these, the ones that you hand wrote to me, what you are grateful for about me, like, that's what I'm keeping. <laughs> the other one's going to get trashed in a yeah. couple days, you know? <laughs> thanks, no thanks. The $8 <laughs> one. But it just, it means so much to me that the thank, the, the thoughtfulness that goes into their words and how, what they say in those little cards. I think it's just really sweet. So, you know, really thinking about all of this, it's, it just reminds me that being a mom is not easy. And I think what we want most of all is to be seen, to be seen, like, and to be with the people that we love, like, Hey, I see what you're doing and we appreciate it. And here's why we appreciate it. I mean, that just for me soothes my soul in a way that nothing, no other gift can. Well, you know, we said earlier in the show um, to see, we want to raise kids who change the world. And we do that by them loving Jesus and loving people. And I think when we see them like returning the love to us, we kind of are like, we're getting it right. Like we're it's a full circle moment. We're raising kind kids. And even though we appreciate the words of affirmation and all the thoughtfulness, like just knowing we're on the right track to raising good kids, you know, I think greatest that's gift. Yeah, it's the greatest gift. So just to kind of summarize what we talked about today and some things that I think are important for mamas to hear. Moms, we're not perfect. We mess up, but we're changing the world by the kids we're pouring into every single day. And dads and kids, thoughtful gifts mean the most. And enjoy a day of rest and know that our hard work is paying off. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.